happy. You got to be happy. Come on and be happy. Sing a little song. So, here we are. Today I'm on tour in Bristol with the amazing Joe Hadler. And I have to say, we had this great idea that we were going to podcast outside. Joe kindly booked a restaurant and we were sitting in this wind tunnel. <laughs> it was bloody freezing. We ordered lunch. We ate it in about 10 minutes. <laughs> and so we have come inside into the warm belly of BIM. Yes. And it's awesome. And BIM um, is a music college, one of the many music colleges around the UK. And this is where Joe works. So first of all, I'm going to say welcome. And thank you for my cup of tea that's going to (laughs) defrost my whole body. And it's really warm. And there's a kind of a theme of tea through this podcast. I'm a massive tea lover. And I have to say, this is a five-star cup of tea. I knew it would be, but <laughs> like I said before, I'm surprised there's any left as I spilt most of it down the stairs. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, what you made it? Is the kitchen on a different floor? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it tastes delicious. That is a wicked cup of tea. So, how are you? I'm well. Um, yeah, feeling good, feeling positive, um, optimistic for the future. Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah, only the last few weeks have I been feeling as positive yeah as I do now how's this how's this past lockdown year been because it's been because normally I would see you every year yes I would come to BIM and Bristol at least once and lecture and do Mm one-to-ones coaching mentoring and talk about burnout and talk about live music none of that it's been it's been pretty weird um from a from a teaching perspective um I found it very tough because I thrive on meeting people face to face and building yeah, yeah. those connections. Um, I really bounce off people's body language mm. and the natural feelings that you get yeah. from being with someone. So I found it so hard teaching online over Zoom when yeah. students would turn up but switch their cameras off. Yeah, you can't build meaningful. I felt really meaningful. hard meaningful relationships with students so yeah. that that element was very hard and obviously I'm a um, career manager so meeting new people trying to get internships for students was oh a no-go events were a no-go it's yeah. just been yeah a tough year but we're on the other side now yeah yeah opportunities seem to be coming through slowly oh. but they're there now that's so. really exciting yeah yeah okay one of my lockdown songs well, of this the recent months is by fred again and the blessed madonna i don't know if you've heard of it no. and fred again samples we've lost dancing we've lost all these things but despite all those things you know we're sort of it's things are starting to feel more mm-hmm. you know the yeah there's more more optimism i guess which yeah. is awesome yeah, yeah, it, it has been really hard. I've missed you, Joe, and it is actually—I mean—one of the reasons for coming on tour is actually I thought I want to see the whites of your eyes. Yeah. I want to be in a room with you. I like being with you. I like working with you. And we've had some amazing sessions in the past working yeah. with, with all sorts of students. Um, so, have you kind of learnt anything? Has it been anything positive for you? Well, I've definitely learnt that. I 
hate Zoom. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm going to do a high um, five. <laughs> yeah. um, and actually, I'm not teaching this year because I realised that I, I'm just not good at teaching on online. Mm. And that's, I think it's more that actually I'm, I'm not good at change, yeah. maybe, because now I'm starting to get to grips with kind of teaching people over Zoom after, you know, over a year. But I had to just stop teaching because it caused me so much anxiety. Yeah. Um, it's a completely different way of communicating for me and I just couldn't handle yeah. it. Yeah. Couldn't understand it. I know. It, I've had, I've been teaching sessions when people turn off their screens. It's quite difficult to get yeah. any feedback. Yeah. And to look at yourself speaking is a bit of a weird one as well. And yeah. As someone who has always suffered with anxiety especially social anxiety it took me a long time to kind of understand how to interact with people yeah on a like face to face and I've really spent a lot of time studying body language and you know the psychology behind body language so for me starting again really yeah um and trying to learn different types of body language because you can't have eye contact on zoom no or you try and then you you know you can't pick up on those subtle movements you can't see people's hands what they're doing with people's hands i'm always thinking yeah. oh god are they hating it you yeah know, and all those doubts start coming into your head and then i just thought you know what it's not even worth yeah feeling crap over i'm just going to stop teaching Wait until things calm down mm. and maybe start, start that again. Well, you're a good teacher and Thank sessions you. that I've shared with you. So I hope that you do come back to it in real life. And I will, I will. It's just, yeah, I need yeah. to just take a break. And yeah. It's a hard time for everyone at the moment. Absolutely. I think we all need to be looking. Oops, sorry, that's my tea <laughs> falling off the wire in this echoey room. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, yeah, we all need to be looking after number one, I think, at, this moment in time yeah and, um, so I did what I thought would be best yeah. for me cut out the thing that's causing me anxiety and concentrate on things that, that aren't yeah well you are an amazing person and I'm just going to read out your bio so that everyone understands what you do um so we're currently sitting in BIM and what does that stand for Joe? It's, so it used I'm going to, to test you. Bristol Institute of Modern Music, but now it is British and Irish Institute of Modern Music. Very cool. I'm sorry for putting you on the spot, <laughs> and well done for answering that one. So you are the BIM Careers and Employability Manager. I am indeed. And uh, what that essentially means is that you look after the students. And you give, you oversee the career advice and guidance as well as music and event opportunities for students mm -hmm. and alumni. Yeah. You work to provide ongoing career support and help to the students throughout their studies. And, and that can be from CV creation and cover letter tutorials to interview techniques, as well as assistance in personal and professional development. Yeah. You've got a keen interest in psychology and you're currently undertaking a master's in occupational psychology and you're currently undertaking a study um, uh, with group singing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to say that again. Sorry, Abby. Uh, so Jo has a keen interest in psychology and she's currently studying a master's in occupational psychology and is currently undertaking a study 
whether group singing can increase well-being within the workplace, which is amazing. Yeah, it's... it's Can you tell me, I'm really interested in that. Yeah, sure. Um, So I'm basically going to, I'm looking into whether group activities within the workplace, so within an office environment, can um, kind of help motivate and just make people feel a bit more positive, especially in a time like now. Um, So I'm going to be... um, Kind of putting together a choir wow. and doing it over Zoom and meeting um, within guideline yeah, yeah. rules and things. So outside um, and just um, doing you know questionnaires and surveys to see how how much that's improved their um, yeah their mindset. That's and amazing. Feeling, really, I, th- mm. I think it's important that um, businesses do that. Absolutely, I've been in choirs in the past and. I think there's something incredible about that corporate experience of singing. Um, yeah. So if there's any way in which I can be involved in it, genuinely, or support you, totally up for that. Oh, uh, the other really interesting thing that you're doing, um, on May the 24th, you're la- launching a brand new business, which is a creative careers consultancy, yeah. where you'll be offering CV advice and guidance to those wishing to get into the creative industries. Oh my gosh, what a brilliant thing. How yeah. talk to me about that. Why did you decide to do that? Well, I have for the last so I've been in this role for nearly six years and probably for the last three years I've thought, oh it'd be great if I can do a similar thing, but outside of the university, yeah. you know, helping people get into the creative industry. But I just didn't have enough confidence. I don't I don't know why. I just I have imposter syndrome, like a lot of people I think never have enough qualifications so I'm constantly enrolling myself on courses and courses and courses um and I think lockdowns just made me think you know now now's the best time to be helping people because people are wanting to change jobs into more creative roles because lockdowns made people realize their jobs are crappy (laughs) um so yeah lockdown has really made me think you know just just do it. Why, why should yeah. I be waiting and around anymore? Exactly. And you've got a huge amount of experience from working here for six years, did you say? Yeah, yeah. Um, seeing hundreds and thousands of students go through, mm-hmm. you know what a good CV looks like. Yeah. You know what's necessary. You've worked in the music industry as well. So I think that's hugely of value. And um, I will send people your way. Thank you so much. Because I, I have lots of people asking me that exact same question. So, so I'm, well done. I'm here to help. That's no, that's great. Do, so. That's brilliant. Just as an aside, you're also a session vocalist, hence mm-hmm. the quiet bit. Yeah. And you specialise in creating high-quality vocals and close-knit harmonies. Yeah. And you're a member of Choir... I'm gonna, I was going to say Choir Noir. Choir Choir Noir. Choir Noir. There you go. Um, which is a hand-picked professional choir who have worked with lights of Bring Me the Horizon while she sleeps and Frank Turner. That's so cool. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I've seen some of your work. I didn't actually realise you were working directly with artists. That's quite cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's it's just an amazing choir to be part of. Um, I love that sort of genre, the heavy kind of rock stuff. So making it... um, yeah, into a choir is just fantastic. That's and our, amazing. our choir leader, Kat, 
shout out to Kat because she is phenomenal. She just takes apart these songs and creates layers upon layers and we all have to do yeah, all these Amazing. different parts and it's just so cool watching her put it all together. And yeah. If someone wanted to have a look at that work, where would they find it? On YouTube? Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, just type in Choir Noir. Choir Noir. Choir And you'll find us. There's plenty of videos as well. Cool. Yeah. And that's really good. Well, um, I'm just going to go back to actually something I'm going to play devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. We've had such a challenging year in the music industry. You know, so many people have been unemployed. There's been no live. Do you have hope for the music industry returning? You know, you're helping people with their careers, but can you honestly say hand on heart, there are opportunities, you know, is there hope? You're at the right of the forefront of seeing, you know, whether these opportunities are coming. Yeah. What is the real situation? Tell us. I definitely think there's hope. I don't believe personally that festivals are going to go ahead this year obviously we've seen right. loads of cancellations already yeah. um pretty much all of the the major ones i think reading and leeds are yet to cancel yes that's quite interesting we'll see um so yeah this year i think is is a no really but it seems promising people are getting their vaccines yeah um yeah i think things will kind of go back to some normality we're getting we are getting jobs through and um just general opportunities for festivals yeah um that are saying they're going ahead this year but yeah but who knows um but they do have like little admin jobs and stuff as well okay so. and if you had like one call to action for students who are thinking oh i've done this qualification or mm -hmm. you know I want to have a career in music, but I don't know. It's all looking so bleak. You know, what is your call to action to those people, to those students, to those emerging artists? I think all, all students and all aspiring uh, music professionals or music industry professionals need to be upskilling. This is right. the time they need to be spending. Can I just okay? So I'm I'm just trying to get rid of jargon. What yeah. do you mean by upskilling? So upskilling is basically filling in your CV with um, little qualifications, like mini qualifications. There are plenty of websites that do um, little qualifications that are free. And um, you can also pay if you, if you want yeah. to Yeah. And what kind of things are you talking about? What, what do you think students um, or artists, emerging talent, what, what can people do? So I'm pushing example, you here. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> for example, if you want to go into social media or marketing, um, yeah. but you haven't really got ex any experience and you were really hoping and banking on getting yeah. experience, then the next thing is to get, um, yeah, just find find little courses to teach you how to use uh, Facebook in, is it insights. Yeah. And, um, you know, little things like that, really. Yeah. Or doing a little course on um, publisher or just filling in those little gaps on your CV, really, to make you more employable when those jobs are yeah. coming out. Because people are going to be fighting for these jobs when they do eventually come out. So you need to make yourself stand out and be on top of their, mm. top of their list, really. So I, I've spent the last year, even though I still have a job, I've spent the last year upskilling yeah. in things that I 
I didn't have much confidence in or things that suddenly piqued my interest because of what was going on in the world. Um, for example, I've started a, a little yoga course oh, fantastic. Um, with hopes that I can go on to do a teacher yeah. training yoga course. That's amazing. So just, I know that doesn't really relate to, to music, but um, there are skills within that that do relate. Yeah. So think about what, what courses you could do that do relate back. You don't mm. always have to do something that is directly yeah related to the job you want to be in yeah and one of the things i i like about what you're saying is that you have a curious mind you're mm -hmm. still learning you're dedicated to that learning process and i think that's really important you know i'm still learning i i've been doing exactly the same as you joe and um i think i don't think we ever stop learning and we and it's that wonderful discipline of pushing yourself and feeling that pain and going i don't know if i can do this and then then being with it and learning and succeeding yeah. you know there's many wins i think it's so important i i agree with you totally we don't ever stop learning and i think that's a great thing and i think our goals and our ambitions constantly change and evolve yeah. and Absolutely. it's important that I find myself saying this to every student I meet with in that they're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing after I finish uni. I don't know what job I want to do. They come to BIM saying, oh, I don't know what job I want to mm. do. There's so much pressure from, you know, what GCSEs they choose to what they're doing at college, to what they need to do at uni, to what they need to do after uni. It's just constant pressure yeah. on us from you know, primary school, really, yeah. of what we need to be doing. And I say to them, you don't, you don't need to 100% know, just kind of go yeah. where you you feel comfortable and then you'll you'll get somewhere. I've, I think that's so right. And it's like one of those things that if you feel the pressure, it's almost like everything seizes up and you need to have the opposite mindset. Yeah. You need to kind of be relaxed yeah, so that you can actually hear or listen to your body or listen to your mind to find out what you actually like doing. Yeah. And I think it, it took me a long time to work that one out. I'll be really honest. Yeah, same for me. I, I always thought I was going to be a vocalist. And I had it in my head that I was going to be a vocalist until I did my degree. And then I realised that I don't like singing in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. And actually a lot of... But you like singing in groups. I love singing in groups, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And... um. I used to hate speaking in front of people and now I love it. I, yeah. I love trying to inspire people. Yeah. And I think one thing actually that I find a lot of students say to me is I need to find a job for when I finish uni. And they focus so much on this one Holy Grail job. Yeah. And actually I'm, I sit them down and I say, you don't, you realize you don't need one job. You could yeah. have four jobs or yes. two jobs do one thing that you really 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 love do a little bar job do a little office job you know and build it up like that build mm. up the experience and a lot of them look at me and they're like oh crap I didn't realize you could yeah. have more than one job yeah and I think for creative people especially that's really important that you're not pigeonholing yourself or putting yourself in a job that's going to run you into the ground or depress you yeah. you need to have that creative outlet 
So I totally agree. My advice for people trying to get into the creative industry would be, you know, take that little part-time job um, working for a record label, even if it's, you know, a bit of admin. Um, take that part-time bar job and, you know, just work, work it all, all out. Yeah. Just, as long as you're doing one thing you absolutely love and the rest. Yeah, is- I absolutely agree. And I often think when you look at people's stories, um, and I've been listening to a lot of them over the past few weeks, you know, someone will start off in admin, but then they'll meet someone else. And then that will lead to another connection. And I think it's about being, I'm going to use the word faithful in that small job, yeah. doing it to the best of your ability and trusting and not, not being hard on yourself that, oh my God, I've got a degree or master's in this and look yeah. at me, I'm a failure. I'm, yeah. I've got an admin job. No, this is part of the process. I, yeah, 100%. And there's a journey and you've got a long time and you almost just need to relax into it yeah. and see the bigger picture. And I think it's really good to have some long-term goals. Definitely. But, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, literally, and you've just got to do those small things. And also realise that it's okay if your goals change yeah mine change every year so yeah. then I, I reevaluate what I want to be doing every year I make short-term goals medium-term goals and long-term goals yeah and they're constantly changing and that's absolutely and that really is okay because you might sometimes I think you someone I love the the kind of the phrase be careful what you wish for because sometimes you can wish for stuff and you get it and you go oh my god actually I don't like what I've got yeah and then you go, oh, where do I go from here? So, One of my friends actually, um, I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning this. Is, don't, don't mention his name, but tell I me the... But he um, used to work a really boring job in like a sandwich factory and he really didn't like it. And um, so when he got a new job of something that he really liked, he'd set an alarm on his phone every day and it would say, remember, you worked in a sandwich factory. Oh, that's cool. So he would never become kind of compla- complacent. Yeah, yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so even though this was his dream job, eventually, yeah, you get kind of used to it, don't you? But his alarm would always yeah. go off and be like, remember, you were working this yes. job and now you're here. Yeah. And I think sometimes you just need that bit of perspective, don't you? you it's make true. Sure you're, taking a step back and realizing, oh, yeah, I'm actually in a good place. Yeah. It was um, someone else on the podcast, I think Harriet JW, who, who said, if you look back five years and you look at where you are now, that person five years ago would go, wow, yeah. you're smashing it. Yeah. You're amazing. Yeah. And I thought that was fantastic. And I think there's, there's a whole thing of being really grateful and just, and being just going, now is okay yeah where i am is okay even if it's not perfect you know i'm working towards something and to not be so hard on ourselves yeah definitely it's easier said than done isn't it, it really but... is it really is and it takes real discipline actually because you can go down that dark tunnel of i'm crap what's the point i've done this qualification there's never going to be any jobs. And, and that's okay as well to feel yeah. like that. And I think that's important to, when you do feel like that, feel like that, be in the moment yeah. and speak to someone about it. Sure. And um, But I think, yeah, being mindful and just thinking about all the things you've achieved, even if you feel like 
your job's crap at the moment there's at least something that yeah like the five-year thing five yeah. years ago and maybe you weren't as confident in something yeah and you just have I, I often think about how you know when you read these books about these incredible people often they were working in the sandwich factory they were doing the admin thing or the mm-hmm. the little job and that's part of the whole story yeah. So life always changes and it's never the end of the story. I was uh, managing a burrito van like seven years ago. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm sure they were top burritos, I have <laughs> oh, to say. they were. They were. <laughs> burritos. <laughs> oh, dear. No, that, oh, that, well, yeah, you know. Like, you know. Yeah. Everything changes. There's... I, I was doing that part-time around music. Um, like yeah. I said before, I was doing... Yeah little bits here and there. I was managing a burrito bar, I was managing a, a pub and wow. I was doing my music on the side. And then I started working part-time at BIM and then my hours got more at BIM and then I was able to cut everything out apart from my music and BIM. So it That's just, very cool. I think you just need to take those chances as well because yeah. sometimes I know there's a lot of opportunities that people don't take because it's not paid or, yeah. I think you need to really weigh up your options. I'm not yeah. saying take, a, you know, a job with crap pay. But yeah. I th- I, I'm kind of saying if you can and you can ha- have another job to make it work in the early yeah. stages, then take it. Yeah. Because sometimes you just need to do something mm-hmm. to move the game forward. I agree with that, definitely. You know, I, yeah. now I don't work for free unless I choose to, you know, but there, were, there have definitely been times that I have, yeah. and each thing has led on to other things. Yeah, same for me. Um, yeah, I wouldn't work for free now, but 100% did, yeah. and would have more if it was offered to me. Yeah. Um, and I'm so happy with where I am. At the yeah, moment. well, you should be. You should be very pleased with yourself because you've done an amazing job. And um, as part of that, I'm going to ask you. If you look at your personality, what kind of characteristics sort of underpin your success that you've had? Um, are there any sort of moments that um, you know have defined this kind of this journey, as it were? Um, stubbornness. <laughs> stubbornness. I like that. I'm I'm very stubborn and self conscious I think everything that makes has made me into a positive person are all negative traits so um like for example I've done all these courses and um degrees and masters because of the fact that I thought no one would take me seriously Hmm. um as a woman as someone you know in their well in my 30s now but at the time I was in my 20s when I first started and I look quite young for my age and that always she's a babe (laughs) that always really played on my mind and I know a lot of people said oh you shouldn't worry about looking Mm. young it's a good thing but if you're trying to get somewhere um in in a business it can actually as a woman and someone looking young it can be quite daunting um yeah I've had times where people really like I feel like they've looked down on me so I feel like I've always got something to prove so that's why 
I am where I am because I, I felt like I needed all of these qualifications behind me. And actually that's pushed me to, yeah. to get where I am. So Stubbornness, I like that. <laughs> um, and looking back, when you first started out, you know, and, you know, you're 18, what would you say now to that 18-year-old self? Would you encourage them, you know, what advice would you give? Would you do anything again? Is anything you'd avoid? What, I would tell them to not care about what anyone thinks. But then I wouldn't be where I am today if I, if I didn't care. Yeah. I, I might well be somewhere completely different. Yeah. So maybe it's um, acted as a stimulus to yeah, I think so, move you on. Because I'm very empathetic and I care deeply and feel deeply. And I would constantly care about what people would think about me or, oh God, what do you think they're saying about me? And, and it, it took over my life for a little while I was at uni. Um, that's why I wouldn't sing in front of people because I felt like they'd be judging the way I looked, the way I'd sing. Um, and that's why I hated speaking in front of people until I, I forced myself to teach for three years at BIM. Um, it was, I don't, I don't know what prompted me to do it, but I thought I'm going to hate teaching. So I'm going to teach and I agreed to do it. And I absolutely pooed my pants <laughs> <laughs> to me. Um, for the first six months, probably I was yeah. just scared. So, so scared. But now I, after three years of doing that, I could stand in front of a room of I don't know 400 people yeah I am amazed because I've been in sessions with Joe where where we've been sharing sessions and you would never know you're really competent and clear and you and you know I know the students love you I think yeah I've I found it very hard to start off with but then I realized that actually one thing I would say to my yeah. self is yeah, people are going to think badly of you. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Who cares? Because, for example, if you've got a spot on your face, which I do at the moment, lovely lockdown mask spots, <laughs> um, I don't care anymore because all people are going to think in their head is, oh, she's got a spot. And then that's it. It's or gone. even, to be honest, I hadn't even noticed it. I put my glasses over it. It's very... Uh, <laughs> but you're right I think people will always have opinions about you and if you worried about those you wouldn't do anything in life yeah. would you I think you have to realize that there's someone has an opinion about everything and it will just be a split second in yeah. their head and then it's gone whereas you will worry about it yeah for days but they'll worry yeah. about it for a split second so. exactly and I think I, I can see that in myself too it can rob you of your confidence mm -hmm. and you think well therefore I can't do anything when actually nah you can do anything you can do absolutely anything yeah. you want to yeah that's oh, really interesting and um, did anyone sort of support you your younger self and did they ever give you any advice and what is the best bit of advice that you've received was there anyone that really kind of went hey joe hmm well i think i've had the same bit of advice from every 
music professional, music industry professional I've spoken to, and that is don't be a dick. I love Just that. don't be a dick. And that has kind of followed me throughout my time at BIM. Um, I, I say it to pretty much every student. Yeah. Um, and every masterclass guest we get in seems to say it as yeah. well. It's just something that everyone seems to agree yeah. on. And yeah, I think that's probably the best bit of advice that I've been given and could give to anyone else. Just be mindful of how you are with other people because that is everything. That could ruin your chances within seconds yeah. um, by being a dick. And actually, I've, I've met plenty of people who have been a dick to me and I've just cut them off. Yeah. Within the music industry. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's just, if you get an email and someone's rude to you, you're not going to go back to them, are you? No. Um, it's a small industry. It is. And you don't realise how small it is until you, you get in a certain mm. point and then you start realising it's the same people in the same crowds um, and everyone knows don't they? Yeah. Oh, that person's an idiot. (laughs) idiot, Yeah, Yeah, it's true. It's true. And thinking about this sort of past year and sort of historic hard times, you know, Mm. how have you managed those challenging times in your life personally? Um, It's it's been a pretty tough year for me. Um, Unfortunately, like members of my family were ill and passed away and I've found it mentally really I'm so sorry about that that's awful um but you know everyone's had a really hard time and I know a lot of people who have lost people Mm. um through covid and through you know other things um so I I don't want to seem like I'm no well no I, I you know we've all had difficulties you know I I guess um my question is sort of how you personally respond you know there there's no right or wrong answer yeah. to this it um you know and, and have you you know how do we continue when we feel like we can't yeah. is my my yeah. question and it's a question that i've had in the past mm-hmm. so that's why i'm really interested in it you know i, I want to know how other people manage hard times i felt like i needed a focus so i actually for the first time started running and I have always hated running and for some reason I just pushed myself realized I could run and now I enjoy it um and I also saw a colleague of mine who um works in the Brighton BIM her name's Nikki shout out to Nikki she's lovely um but she started doing the 30 days of yoga um and she kept putting it up on Instagram and I found it, I was watching her journey and I found it so inspiring because she, it seemed like she went from not being able to do it to just doing it every day and she was so flexible and looked great. So I messaged her and I said, I'd, I'd love to do this as well. And she said, oh, funnily enough, I've got a, a, a WhatsApp group that you can join. So I joined this WhatsApp group and it's me and a load of other girls from all around the UK and I think some girls are abroad as well and we all just chat every day we do 30 days of yoga and we start every month another 30 days and 
yeah, we chat every day. Oh, this one's this one's a bit tough. How are you getting on with that? We share videos, and that has been absolute highlight. And Amazing. I I never realised I could love yoga. I've become the person I never thought I would be. <laughs> the um, yoga queen. Yeah. Um, so I do it every day. I think apart from when I had my first and second jabs, I had some time off because I felt poorly. But yeah. apart from that, I've been doing it every day since January the 1st now. Wow. So. And I, I'm not going to stop. I feel strong. I feel confident, powerful. Um, yeah. That's great. Well, that's an incre- incredible encouragement for anyone that's looking for something to do. Yeah. Yoga. Yeah, do it. Yeah. I can touch my toes now. That's so cool. <laughs> that's something I can't do. And I was reading this whole kind of idea behind physical strength mm-hmm. and mental resilience and yeah. how they're, they're actually quite connected. Yes. And that you create the neurons within your brain and your physical body and that affects you psychologically. So I think it's something we don't fully understand yet, and yet all the signs show that it's a great thing. If you're struggling with your mental health, it's a perfect thing to do. Yeah, I I struggle with my mental health, and actually doing, you know, running and yoga is the only time where my brain completely switches off. Um, I have bouts of depression and anxiety, and I really, really do think it, it helps me um doing if I don't do yoga I do feel like my anxiety is worse Mm. just gives you that it fills your head instead of anxious thoughts or you know feeling feeling sad about something you're you're thinking oh my god I can I can do this plank that I couldn't do a few weeks ago or and you just end up feeling really really good it's yeah amazing highly recommend yoga yep and talking of effective habits is that is there anything else that you've kind of developed that keeps you your mental health strong um or is it just mainly being the yoga and the running mainly exercise because that's something I never had in my life before and I just couldn't be bothered and I think the whole thing with COVID was that it it kind of ruined any sort of routine or structure I had. And I hated working from home. I'd, at first I'd get up at normal time and, you know, get clothes, clothes on or get showered and get dressed and start work. But then, you know, a few weeks in, you, you start just rolling out of bed. Yeah. Five minutes before you're in your pyjamas and don't get showered until the afternoon. And that was really de- detrimental mm. I think to my mental health and I, I suddenly started realizing that and needed to get some sort of routine so I started getting yeah. up running then going to work and then afterwards I'd do my yoga and that, yeah. that was kind of the routine I think routine is vital absolutely um and yeah especially at the moment it is something that everyone should try and get yeah, I think they're life skills actually for being effective and successful, which is what we're talking about. Mm. Um, I I very much work with a routine, and, yeah, and it really works for me. Yeah, I never 
like my parents always used to say when I was younger, you need to go to bed at this time, yeah. get up at that time, eat at this time. And I always thought that was a load of really dull rubbish. <laughs> and oh, it won't matter if I sleep in a bit longer. Yeah. But actually, it does. I find if I sleep, you know, sleep in until like nine, then I feel a bit rotten for the rest yeah. of the day. Because you kind of like sleep jet lagged, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So just, yeah, just be really mindful of your routine. If you're feeling a bit shit, then. Mm have a look at your routine and try and get that sorted first because it yeah. might be as simple as that. Yeah, I think that's wonderful advice. Um, you work with amazing students here at BIM. Yeah. And you've seen hundreds of them come through, you know, six cohorts. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for this next generation of artists and music business? Um students people because they are they are going to be the future i'm just quoting michael jackson here <laughs> but they really are you yeah. know and um yeah do you have any advice for them be persistent um if someone offers you help take it um i get a lot of students who i have never heard of and then two months before they're going to leave they email me saying, oh, uh, can you help me get a job in the industry? Mm. Well, no, because I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want to do. You know, make yourself known. Shout about what you want to do. Because if you don't, people aren't going to know who you are. Yeah. So I always say, email me every week. Tell me what you're doing. Tell me if you want to work in social media. Tell me if you want to be a journalist. Because as soon as those jobs come up, I'll think, oh, Joe Bloggs, yeah. he really wanted to do that. I'll put him forward for that. So, yeah, be persistent, stay on people's radars, um, and accept help. Ask for help as well. Don't be afraid. I love all of that. And if someone was going to work for you personally, mm-hmm. what qualities would you look for in them? Um, what, what, is, what looks good to you? I love an honest person, but that's quite hard to to show, isn't it? Um, honesty, um, hard worker, uh, fun as well. Fun, yeah. yeah. I, I don't like people who take life too seriously, but aren't always jokers. Yeah, they, yeah. they know when to have yeah. a laugh. I also love uh, sarcasm. Yeah. I think it's great. A bit of dark sarcasm <laughs> as well. Yeah. No, it's good. You've got, you got to have fun along the way. Definitely. So it is Definitely. good to have someone with a great sense of humour yeah. that's going to make you laugh. And yeah, interestingly, that um, on one of the very first podcasts I did with Andy Wright, who's Simple Minds Manager, yeah. he said that as his first thing. He said, I love people with a sense of humour because yeah. if you're working in the studio 24-7, you've got to have a laugh because it's yeah. quite intense. It's so important. And actually, I say this to students all the time about interviews. Um, so students who have been to interviews that aren't kind of within the creative industry, yeah, yeah, yeah. they think that the interviews are going to be similar to like when they went for an interview at Tesco or yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, within retail. I have to tell them, no, it's... It's going to be very different because 
these people are going to be like-minded and they're going to want to you know have banter with you yeah or, exactly you know. so I always try and prepare them and say you know the interview is going to be quite quite a bit different I think it's important for them to show their real personality show that they've got a sense of humor because you don't want to work with someone who's boring and dull Andy I think actually said have some jokes lined up which I thought oh my god that could be a disaster (laughs) but I actually I actually quite like that I'm terrible at doing jokes I was just trying to think of one but I'm the type of person who just I can never remember punchlines no I know or I get it wrong yeah so there's like a tumbleweed moment (laughs) I get all the words muddled up I don't think I know any no well tweet us your jokes that's what I'm gonna say um (laughs) No, I love all of that. I love all of that. Um, I want to thank you, Jo, for all your for your time. Thank you for asking me to do and this for your reflections. And I think it's really important. I, in many ways, Jo is very cool and understated, but what she has said here is so important, and they are absolute nuggets because Jo works with students day in day out, and you see the absolute coal face of what what it's like out in the industry and you know, connecting those students to the music yeah. industry is a challenge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So you have to really get your life together. And all these little things that Joe said, if you put them together, it makes for a very effective, successful person, essentially. So where can we find you, Joe, online? What are all your tags and URLs, etc.? Well, <laughs> where can you Instagram. find Instagram. You can find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, okay. Uh, link with me on there, that'd be great. Okay. Um, because I'm going to release all details of my new Yes, your new business, business on, on LinkedIn. So just put um, in Joe Hadler, J-O-H-A-D-L-E-R, is that right? That's yep. correct, yeah. I love, I absolutely love LinkedIn and I think it's a great way of absolutely. linking with people. Yeah, it's the Facebook for suits, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you still can be a bit funny, but you've, you know, share your info. Yeah. And lots of people in the music industry are on LinkedIn. So yeah. start working it, baby. Yep. Um, okay, that's all fantastic. Thank you so much. And um, wishing you luck for the next year. We're just about to finish the BIM year. It's coming to an end soon, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. It's and have you any plans for the summer? Well, I work all year round. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'll still be in the building, still be looking for jobs and opportunities for the students all year round got to try and find some sort of jobs for them instead of festival work so yeah um, if anyone has anything for yes. lovely students then yes do reach out to joe at bim yes and i'll put all of her links in the bottom of the notes so you'll be able to find her thank you joe you've been amazing thank you, thank you sally and thank you bim bristol i love you very much and it's been great to be here. Thank you.